Hey everybody, it's Dr. Matt here for part two of our Big Decisions series. Some of you uh, may have talked to your students and they're asking you for $200 for their housing fee for next year. And so that sparks the beginning of our housing selection uh, season. Uh, we just did uh, our upper class students who so are rising juniors and seniors who were interested in remaining on campus. We just did their room selection on Wednesday and Thursday, and we have a few trickling in as we have spots, some spots remaining for uh, those two groups. But um, we want to make sure that the parents of our first year students, our current first year students, are uh, informed and ready to uh, help their students with signing up for next year's housing. And so just to kind of throw out the quick date of when this is going to happen, Saturday, February, February 29th, uh, from 4.30 to 6, it's going to be in the, uh, the actual uh, academic building, the McCullough Center, in room 210. And so if you um, feel like your student needs a little bit more prodding or reminders or reminding, um, that's where it's going to be. And so uh, you should just let them know uh, if they don't know. Uh, that's where it's going to be. They've received countless emails. In fact, they're going to receive another email today, um, kind of further preparing them for room selection next year. And so uh, you should know that we've been trying to communicate with them uh, as effectively as possible to make sure that they are ready for room selection. So what exactly have we been communicating to them. I think it's important for parents to understand what some of the facts that we've given them. You know, the first would be uh, really about um, how to find roommates. And so our preference is that students find groups of four uh, to live in because just like in Uptown, 117's spaces are also, uh, you know, kind of situated in uh, four uh, person spaces. So our preference then at room selection is to accommodate those uh, folks who have groups of four first. And so it's really important that there's uh, that your student get into those groups of four. It's not imperative, but it is certainly is important uh, for that to happen, especially if they have uh, certain needs about wanting to get on certain floors or what have you. Okay. The second part of this is like, okay, well, where do I find these roommates if I don't have a group of four. Well, over the past couple Wednesdays, uh, our office has hosted a roommate mixer or roommate mixers. Um, they've been later in the evening from eight to eight to nine p.m. You know, after uh, classes let out, and it has been a great way for students to meet other people who are looking for roommates. And we know, and we know that we actually have made several pairs for our upper class students who have gone on Wednesday, like I said, we made several pairs during uh, the previous Wednesday's uh, roommate mixer. So I know that it works really well. The second part of this is to have them talk to their uh, other friends. I'm assuming that there's a lot of negotiating and uh, of uh, friendships and acquaintances and who's planning to go into what major and what have you that happened right around this time that uh, that you know folks start to you know separate into uh, roommates and so um, that's another way the third way I would say is to talk with their RA or their hall director I think they can give a lot of really good insight into um, how they should go about looking for a roommate the kind of questions they should ask uh, in uh, in a potential roommate because really it's not just about 
grabbing anybody with a pulse. You know, you have to live with these folks and they are the ones who are choosing them. It's not like when they were first year students and we, uh, in most cases, chose for them based on uh, the factors that they filled out on their roommate matching form. You know, they get to choose who they want to live with. Um, and so, you know, I would say go through some of those channels first, uh, you know, to try to find roommates. I think we have students who have a lot of success doing that. The second part of this is that when they go through room draw, they will be required to do two things. One, they will be required to sign a contract, and this contract is for the full academic year. And so, um, you know, they they sign to it, they initial to that point specifically, and so it is for both semesters, and it is a contract much like they would be signing a lease in the uh, in the neighborhood. The particulars of the contract. Those are all online. We actually have paper copies in our office that students can pick up, but they're pretty standard. And actually it's the same contract that they signed uh, to live on campus this year. It's, just, it's the same one. And so um, I think it's important for students to know what they're getting themselves into. Uh, and But it, it is basically the same thing uh, that they signed this year. The next part of this is the $200 um, housing fee which secures their spot on campus. Um, each year a student lives on campus, they will have to pay this fee uh, as a way in which to reserve their spot. And so they will be expected to pay this uh, at room selection. Um, we will actually open it up. Part of the email that I'll be sending out today will be uh, illustrating that they can prepay that. So that way it, it helps them move faster through the line next Saturday. And so we'll have a list of students who have paid, uh, and so they can pay it now if they wanted to, and they can do that on MyCIA, um, or they can uh, go to the business office and pay their $200 fee. If they don't do that, they'll pay at room selection, uh, and they'll be expected uh, to do that. So those are kind of the requirements. So roommates, you know, they'll sign the contract, and then they'll pay their fee. And so once they've done that, uh, and uh, they've, they'll, they'll come you know, to uh, room selection, pick their room, and then they'll be set for next year. All right, and so just as a, a clarifying point, the room selection that happens um, next Saturday uh, is, is, is for first year students. And so um, on the 29th, first year students who either live on campus now or uh, fall under the housing requirement uh, those who live outside of Cuyahoga County are unmarried, under age 21. Um, they are required to come uh, and, uh, and select a room and follow that process. So what does that look like once they get uh, to, how, like what does room selection look like? I think that's a question that we usually get. And just to kind of demystify it all, there's two rooms uh, one is kind of a larger space that has uh, printouts of all the floor, uh, floor plans of Euclid 117. And so they can see all the room layouts and they can choose their room. And so there's also the checkout, so the place where they'll sign their contract um, or pay if they haven't done so already. And so they'll check out there. And then once they do that, they're done. The next part is how do they get in line and how are they prioritized? Well, we want to make sure that um, it's all orderly, of course. And so it feels a lot like Best Buy the day after Thanksgiving, or I guess 
the night of Thanksgiving now. Um, they seem to be moving that up every year. But um, where we'll have some stanchions, and so it'll form a line for, uh, for students. And we want students to be in their groups of four. Uh, so we will prioritize those groups of four, uh, and as they come in, uh, usually we'll take two or three groups at a time, allow them to select their uh, spaces, uh, sign their contracts, pay their $200 fee, uh, and then they're off and then they're done. So it's a pretty easy uh, process once you get into the room uh, and once you get into line, uh, as long as you have your roommates that you're, that you're, um, you're bringing with you next year, you're, you should be pretty quick on that, uh, on that process. So what happens if you don't have a roommate? Well, I wouldn't fret about that either. There's a second room that's right next to the line where students who are looking for either a fourth roommate or maybe a third roommate or even just a roommate go into that room and staff will be in there to kind of help uh, introduce people uh, to each other that may be looking for roommates. And we're kind of matchmaking in that room, you know, and talking with students about, you know, Who's living? You know, like how do you live? Are you are you a neat? Are you a neat person? Or are you kind of messy when you get busy? You know, those kinds of things. Do you like it hot? Do you like it cold? You know, what what's kind of uh, you know how often do you clean the kitchen and the bathroom and negotiate some of those things before they sign a contract to live together? And so we'll negotiate that, and then once they get into their group, they'll go out and be the next. Uh, you know, they'll go out into the line and get in line uh, accordingly. The whole process usually takes about an hour and a half. And so it's, uh, uh, it's a, it is a great quick process, especially when we're talking about accommodating, you know, about 130 uh, students. So, um, so yeah, so that kind of demystifies the process, uh, hopefully for you. Um, and, you know, we have a bunch of questions that we typically get from students. So like one question is like, what if I wanna live in uh, 117 or what if I currently live in 117, but I want to live in a space with different residents from Uptown? Well, on Monday and Tuesday of this week, students who lived in uh, who live in 117, first year students who live in 117, had an opportunity just to re-sign for the space in which they currently live. They also had an opportunity to pull any roommates that they wanted from Uptown uh, or any roommates, upper class students that they uh, live with in 117, pull them in uh, to re-sign for that space. So that part is already done. So what we're assuming now is that any first year student who lives in 117 either wants to move to a different floor uh, or uh, has something different in mind and as pulling their own roommates uh, in. And so um, we just, you know, I think it's important to understand that we just want uh, students to live with people who they want to live with, right? And want, to, want them to be happy. And so hopefully that demystifies the whole process if you have questions, feel free to email us at studentlife@cia.edu, and we'll be happy to answer them. So my hope is that this helps. And uh, until next time, this is Dr. Matt signing off.